Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. How's it going, everybody? This is the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jarrett Berenstein. You're about to hear the episode where I interview 20th century American comedian Johnny Carson and 18th century folk hero and pioneer Daniel Boone. It was a fascinating talk. Uh, Before we get right to the episode, don't forget you can check out the freshest episodes every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, You can always email us at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org if you want to request a dead person to have on the show or if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, Pick up my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now and it is hilarious. Rate and review the podcast. Tell all your friends how great it is. And you can always check out jaredbarenstein.com for all the latest updates on shows that I got coming up or projects that I'm going to be dropping soon. And uh, yeah, you're not going to want to miss that. But in the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy Daniel Boone and Johnny Carson only on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Famous Dead People. Time to start the show. Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. Oh, you know, famous dead people, famous dead people, famous stories dead stuck people. in the head, you're gonna hear awful from even though all these people are dead. My guests today on Famous Dead People are 20th century American comedian and writer best known as the host of The Tonight Show from 1962 to 1992, Johnny Carson. Thank you for having me. And 18th century folk hero and pioneer, one of the founders of what we now know to be Kentucky, Daniel Boone. Thank you, Jarrett, for having me. Uh, Mr. Boone, Mr. Carson, thank you so much for joining us here on Famous Dead People. Yeah, happy to be here. Truly my pleasure. Uh, so I'd like to start with uh, Johnny Carson, if I may. Uh, you are obviously most well-known for your work as the host of The Tonight Show. You became a household name, a legend of the entertainment industry, but you originally didn't want to take the job from Jack Parr, who was retiring as the then host of The Tonight Show. You originally turned it down, as did Bob Newhart, Jackie Gleason, Groucho Marx, Joey Bishop. What exactly did you and all these other celebrities, why didn't you want to host The Tonight Show? Uh, Because up to that point, the show was terrible. Oh, I see. Just terrible. It is not the monolith that you turned it into. Oh, well, thank you. From the years of you hosting it. Yes. Uh, It at first was a little bit more of a, um, uh, what would you say? Um... Just like a little bit of a lower lower status gig? Did other entertainers look down on the host of The Tonight Show? Well, it was brand new at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a variety show of sorts. Mm. Not very funny. Not very funny, not very entertaining. Hmm. And it was late at night. I just uh, figured it was a dead end. Gotcha. Total dead end. Was there another gig that you were holding out for that you were like, I'm not taking The Tonight Show because I want... Uh, this. The, the Today Show. You wanted the Today Show? <laughs> yes. Interesting. You know, I'm more of a morning person. You are a more of a morning person. Absolutely. That's interesting. Yes. I view every comedian as being a night person because we all work at night, you know? Of course, of course. Uh, but yes. you're, you were a morning person. You were Total saying. morning person. Interesting. Yes, and I love coffee and the news. Interesting. Okay, so can you walk us through, like, if you, instead of being given The Tonight Show, had been able to host Today... Uh, it would have been a lot funnier. It would have been a lot funnier, oh, yes. of course. But, like, would you do similar things like comedy sketches and have your band and your monologue and stuff? Would it be the exact same show only in the morning instead of at night? A little different. Probably not a band. Maybe a string quartet. String quartet. More fitting oh. for the morning. That's nice in the morning. Yes, uh, I like to do that thing do with the iPhone where it's like, 
a pretty string orchestra will like be my alarm clock in the morning instead of something really, you know, ab- aggressive and yeah, abrasive. Yeah, yeah. And we could have provided that you for you. You could have. Uh, oh. Ed McMahon would have been there somehow. Of course. Maybe a stagehand. Mm, he needs okay. some work. <laughs> when, you, okay. when you say today's show, you're talking like a morning show then. Oh, yes. Not, not like a like a day show. Uh, yeah, morning show. I don't morning like laughing show. in the morning. You don't like laughing in the morning, Daniel I don't want to laugh in the morning. Okay. I want to get, I want to get to it. Good you to know. Wanna get to it. Don't dilly dally. Yeah. Don't dilly dally. Don't be, we got shit to do, man. No frills in the morning. Nope. That nope. is when you need to get to business. But I guess if it's your work, then and your name. job is to laugh. That could be a good name for a show. No frills in the morning. No frills no in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> With Johnny Carson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit more just like completely straight delivery of the things that are happening in the world. I can see that being entertaining. I can see that being uh, being a good change of pace. So now what eventually changed your mind about taking the job, about the, taking the Tonight Show? The ratings. The ratings. The ratings and the money. Okay. Oh, what changed my mind about taking the show? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, yes. Um, well, I didn't have many other options, oh, to be quite really? honest with you. Yes, I was a magician at one point in my life. Yes, that's true. That was kind of a dead end. Uh, so... I figured I could take it and make it my own. Mm-hmm. They told me I could do that. I believed them. Mm-hmm. And so I figured, hey, what the hell? You just give it a go. I'll give it a go. Give it a shot. If it gets canceled, I'll go on to the next thing. Did they uh, did they sweeten the pot a little bit? Were they like, oh, we got to get this Johnny Carson here. Maybe we'll throw in... Uh Maybe we'll throw in a plane. Maybe we'll throw in, uh, you, you know. You better believe they didn't. Oh. <laughs> no, they were, not, they were not giving me out any gifts or prizes. So they were like, all right, here's our counter offer, and it was the exact same offer as before? Uh, yep, exactly. Interesting. Yes, I know. It was a hard bargain. They are, man. You do not want to get in the negotiating room with uh, no, NBC. They are heartless, heartless people. They sure are. Wow, wow that is incredible. Um, so let's move over to uh, Daniel Boone for a moment. So you became... Uh, one of the first notable frontiersmen in American lore. There are countless tales of your abilities as a woodsman and a hunter. And according to Wikipedia, you originally learned all these skills from local settlers and from the Lenape. I, hope, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. The Lenape? Lenape. The Lenape yeah. Native just, Americans. You know what I did? I mm. just said it quickly and quietly. <laughs> Lenape. And they took it. Okay, so let's say it. let's say that I'm a, a Lenape Native American. I'm standing next to you. You wouldn't have and you you're couldn't intru- do it. And you're you introducing couldn't. me to okay. somebody. Yep. And so you would say, This is my friend and this he is, is a This is Jarrett Beverson. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from the tribe of whatever you're from. Where are you the from? Lenape? The Lenape? Yeah, Le- Lenape. No, if you if you're a Lenape, yeah, that's I, what I was couldn't saying. even see it because you don't look like Lenape. I, well, but I would say okay, so I'd say this is Jarrett Beverly from the Lenape <laughs> tribe. And That's very like, savvy. Yeah, thank you. You, Most say people, you know what? Yes, it worked. It worked. Mm-hmm. It worked, or maybe they were just like they understood what you were doing, and they were like, you know what? We'll just give him a pass. We'll just give him a bye. Well, they were really polite about it then, and I appreciate that. The, was that something that was famous about the uh, the Lenape tribe? Was that they were just very polite? They were very nice people. They mm-hmm. were very. They were. They were. They were very uh, accommodating. Mm-hmm. They were uh, just. They took you in, you know, they, yeah. very uh, warm people, oh, warm, nice wonderful. people. Yeah. Well, I read in your Wikipedia that even though, you know, you spent a lot of your life uh, engaged in war with different Native American tribes, either, you know, fighting for the British or against the British, 
you still maintained a cordial relationship with him. N- Even later on in your life, you would go hunting with the various tribes that captured you. I I, I, I would live by the, don't don't start no shit, there won't be no shit. Don't start no shit, don't be no shit. Yeah, that's a trademark phrase. That's a Daniel Boone. Yeah. Don't start no shit, don't be no shit. That's like one and, of his coats for a living. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I say it quick and low, though, so they didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so, no just grudges. Just no grudges. But, uh, so you would say a lot of things soft and quickly. I, I'm, a, I'm a soft-spoken man. Yeah. Just so, just just in case somebody didn't like the thing you were hearing, or they, they... I, I, you know what? I, I, sure. I, I mean, I I was just a quiet man anyway, and so they always just let it go, just mumble in the corner, and oh, then I just wow. go about my way. There is something endearing about somebody who's like talking a little softly. You just kind of want them. You want to encourage them to come out of their shell, so you're going to give them a buy on a lot of things that they're probably saying. Could it have been that they thought you were a uh, special needs? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're, uh, now, if you're now, saying... now, 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 Mr. Carson, please. <laughs> oh, oh. All right. Well, hold on a second, because you were eventually given a, uh, a Native American name. Yep. And uh, that name, I'm just looking it up really quickly, was Big Turtle. That's right. You know what And I'm from. wondering. You know what it's, you don't have to wonder. I'm wondering if Big Turtle me- is, has yeah. anything to do with your mental capacity. Maybe oh, that was oh, a. Oh, with you, that's Because turtles are yeah. slow. You, you want exactly. to see my Big Turtle? Oh, is so that it was what a, it is? I will get up and I will show you. Johnny Carson. I will slap it on this table. Oh, do not encourage Daniel Boone all right, to all right. show us his. All right, I'm doing it. I don't want to know. We don't want to oh, see it's it. All right. oh, 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 dear God. All right, no. fine. We all just right. Looks big turtle. Turtle just came out of its shell. All right, just for everybody who's listening, this is great radio. Special uh, needs. Special needs. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's listening. I mean, if Daniel I'm, Boone just took his penis out, and it's big. He's got a big. big I mean, it's got not, a big dong. Yeah. It's not. You're not gonna write a book about it, but I mm-hmm. mean, you get a good nickname. Oh, I wonder if that is in the book because I know that part of part of what made you famous was they wrote about all your adventures, and obviously there's a lot of exaggeration and making things up. Um, but did they talk about your legendary member in uh, any of the any of the books about your escapades? You know what? I'm gonna be honest here right now. This is the truth. Compared now, you saw it. It's a pretty good member. It's a pretty good pick. Right? It's, it's pretty good pick. It's all right. It's Com- all right. Compared to the Shawnee, I was the tiniest dick in the whole lot. Oh, my gosh. They were Shawnee. massive. Oh, so they the big turtle then Sarcastic was, as fuck. It's like guys. calling a ball guy Harry. That's right, man. Wow. Especially. But, you know. <laughs> they were being nice to you. They were being nice to me. But. There it is. It's revealed here. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. unbelievable. So, just being honest. Well, so all. what I wanted to ask you about your uh, original relationship with the, uh, the Lanape uh, Native Americans that lived near you. Yeah. So you were learning all these skills from local settlers, yep. local white people, uh, white people who had come from Europe or whatever. Immigrants. And also the Lenape. Was there a difference between like the things that you would learn from the settlers versus the skills that you would learn from the Native Americans? I have to imagine that the Native Americans were like more delicate or reverent with nature versus like the settlers maybe a little more uh, cutthroat. You know what the biggest difference is? And if you got friends now, you'll see. It's like you got a drunk mm-hmm. and you got a stoner. That's the difference. Uh, which ones are the drunks and which the, ones are the The stars? immigrants. The immigrants, the, the white people were the drunks. Oh, they were always okay. drinking. And the, the, the Indians, they were tripping the balls off. My they were tripping, <laughs> tripping the balls <laughs> off, man. Tripping the balls off. Just good people, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, just good people just out in the sun. Killing, you know, animals. I mean, you know, the good people. They're just living off the land, okay. eating shrooms, mm. tripping balls off. Wow, yeah, that's, that's it. Just good people, you know. And you and think of Native Americans. First time you I think of tripping balls. <laughs> tripping balls. Yeah. First time I ever thought about, you know, space. Just like <laughs> what's that? You know, just like what's out there and stuff. You know. Is it fair to say then that the settlers were the one who taught you the skills? 
and the Native Americans would just take you out into the woods and put give you mushrooms. And... You still got to survive on shrooms. <laughs> you know, they know how to do it, you know. That's so, true. Surviving yeah. on drugs is the skill in and of itself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move back over to uh, Johnny Carson for just a moment. Fair so enough. you first became interested in entertainment when you found a book of magic tricks at a friend's house. And from that point on, you were obsessed with magic. That's according to the Wikipedia. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Very true. Okay. So then at 18 years old, you hitchhiked to Hollywood. Was that too pursue work as an entertainer to work as a magician in in hollywood oh yes absolutely okay. where else do the magicians go but the hollywood um i will see that's what my origi- go somewhere they go well, somewhere that's, else that's what i was thinking like uh when i think about hollywood i think you know uh actors big time entertainment sure. uh magician to me seems a little bit more um personal like a little bit more small room i would say well, yes. Well, back is in that those not the days, case? Well, back in those days, it was a a hot commodity. Being a magician, good, good magicians, oh. and I was good. I was very good. Okay. Yes, I practiced. I was obsessed with it, as you said, and I uh, spent many hours, many hours working on those card tricks. Mm. I figured I would make it big in Hollywood. Okay. So, what was your game plan? You go out there. You're gonna do some tricks for some people. Oh yes, at- on the street corners. Okay. In the movies. Oh. From the street corners to the, <laughs> movies. <laughs> corners of the movies. I figured that was my best bet. That's- at any given time, how many doves did you have in your jacket? Uh, at any given time, could if be... I came up at you, could I feel comfortable hugging you? Well, I stopped. I stopped <laughs> Which doing is a the whole doves. bunch of pigeons and the fly <laughs> Just out of your feathers jacket. hugging. Well, that was the problem. I uh, I used doves for a while, but then I'd forget they were in there. And then hours later, dead doves. Mm-hmm. Hours later, dead doves. People, hours later. people don't know this about doves. They will if you do not feed them constantly, they just die. Oh, well, they suffocated in my jacket. Oh, mm, I right. See. That's why I kept them in the jacket. It well, that's all, keep, that's interesting I, too. I keep a couple of pigeons on me once in a while as a quick snack. Yes, yeah, of course. They, yeah. A quick snack. Okay. Quick snack. Do they survive? Yeah. No, no. They, I'd eat them. I'd <laughs> oh. eat them. Great. All right. See, so yeah. you know, you know, they're delicate creatures. Well, that's the thing yeah, is that doves. You know, in addition to suffocating, they also have to be fed constantly. That's a that's a true thing that it's I just It's a crazy said. thing. Yeah. It's a crazy thing. So even if they hadn't suffocated, they would have died from you lack of, of feeding them. Of course. Uh, and, you know, for a woodsman like yourself, Daniel Boone, I'm sure you just have to be ready to go at a moment's notice. Like if nature calls. Yeah, yeah. You just have to have your tools. You got to have food. Your doves. On you already. Yeah. And we're talking about two different birds here, by the way. Pigeon and doves are yeah, different. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And so you were a pigeon man. You were a dove man. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, you say, I'm going to do my magic on the streets. I'm going to, and then work my way onto the screen. Um, and there are all these stories about that trip to Hollywood, about the first trip to Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, where people think that, you know, in the retelling, they're so fantastic, and they have so many implications about your future that people wonder if they may have been exaggerated or made up so i wanted to ask you if any of those stories about your original trip to hollywood were made up i only heard about one of the stories oh yes uh but but just you know in general when people talk about that first trip to hollywood are they are they telling reels or are they telling fibs they're telling reels telling reels it was pretty glorious what's the most fantastic thing that happened to you i'll ask you about this one thing okay is that you got arrested for impersonating a midshipman on that trip out to California. Yes. Is that, well, that so, was, what's the story with that? That was no big deal. Tell, tell us about it. Well, I I was entertaining the crew. And, of a ship. Of a ship. Okay. Yes. So you go out to L.A. Uh-huh. to get into entertainment. Right. You eventually find your way onto a naval base. You got to find your audience. You got to find you your gotta audience. You got to find your audience. Okay. They, the, they were loving me. Mm-hmm. They were loving me. Their captain was not loving me. Oh. So I just said, you know what? I don't want to leave these guys. These guys love me. They're giving me laughs. I'm just going to say I'm one of them. Okay. I was I was like, hey, hey, 
I'm one of you. Okay. And he knew I was lying because he was the captain. Yes. Of and so he immediately <laughs> turned me in, and it did not go well for me. I didn't even know that was illegal. What, to, to impersonate a midshipman? Apparently. I had to look up what a midshipman was. I yes. still don't know what a midshipman <laughs> is, and you guys have been talking about it's it. It's like, like a minutes. person on a boat. Like there's, It's very hey, specific. It's like I've been on a boat. I've never been called a midshipman. <laughs> It's right. very specific. It means you have like a specific set of ship going qualifications. Ship you know, going qualifications. Ship going qualifications. Fair enough. Fair that's, enough. That's straight out of the Wikipedia. And that's why I never became an actor. But couldn't, what? couldn't fool the captain. So couldn't you thought that job. that original failure of being able to fool the captain and thinking that you were also a sailor. Well, yeah. What meant that you couldn't be an actor? Not believable. Not a believable performance. Wow. The direction that our lives take us. Yeah. If you're just joining us. This is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are 18th century folk hero and pioneer Daniel Boone. Thank you again. And 20th century American comedian and writer Johnny Carson. Yes, happy to be here. Okay, so uh, we asked you about, you know, going on the base, going on the ship, saying, I'm a sailor, I'm not going to leave. The captain saying, no, you're not, I I would know, get out of here, and then arresting you. Uh, What was the most fantastic thing that happened on that trip to Hollywood that people then hear and go, that can't be true, that was made up? Probably my encounter with Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Oh yes. Wow. Paint the story. Tell she us. loved magic. Okay. She she kind of lived in a magical fantasy world. Of course. Naturally. Yeah. Those well, movie they, stars do. Given her a lot of uh, cigarettes and caffeine. And, and... I did. I gave, <laughs> oh, I gave you were part of, of that. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I a big smoker. But anyway, I, <laughs> I ran into her on the street corner in. Uh, Sunset Boulevard. On Sunset oh, Boulevard. Famous Sunset Boulevard. Oh yes. Mm. And she loved. The coin trick. The coin of, well, here's the coin, then you make it there appear. There it goes. Yes, okay. It's yeah. behind your ear. Mm-hmm. She thought that was so goddamn sexy. And she just couldn't keep her hands off of me. And I was like, Miss Garland, let's do this. <laughs> and, so we, and so she took me to a hotel. We sang to me. Oh, it was a wild night. Whoa. Yes, it was a wild night. Did, uh, Hollywood nights. Were there any sort of, it seems like she just like sang to you. She did. Were there any, was there anything else? Did there, things get physical between the two of you? Or did you ever singing? play hide the knuckles? Hide, we, hide we, the knuckles? Not that night. <laughs> That's <laughs> a midshipman term. <laughs> she was unaware. No, she sang to me. We, she gave me, I believe, what were they called? Uh, Benedict. Benzadine. Bennies. Bennies. She gave you yes. some Bennies. Benzone. She had a mm-hmm. ton of those. And um, then she massaged my feet. No, a foot massage from Judy Garland. Why is she singing? And I was like, can you imagine here I am getting my feet massaged <laughs> by Dorothy? It was a crazy Hollywood night. Unbelievable. And I, uh, I knew I was so- going to make Socks it. on, socks off. Just for my oh, later. <laughs> those socks were off, baby. No yes. protection. No protection. Unbelievable. Judah, Judah, Judah. That's oh, incredible. Judy, yes. A personal uh, one-on-one with Dorothy uh, Gale. A, a a a concert just for you in the hotel to hear that incredible voice, mm-hmm. and then to be given Benny's and get a foot massage. Can you wow. believe this is happening? That's I incredible. I couldn't. That's wonderful. And that and that story is 100% true. That's, nope. that's wonderful. Not a false statement in it. <laughs> nope. Uh, let's move back over to Daniel Boone for a moment. So you grew up in a Quaker community. Uh, your family were Quakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a scandal uh, when you were growing up. Your two oldest siblings both married non-Quakers. And this was a big deal in the community. Uh, your father eventually moved the family away from the Quakers. That's that's correct? Yep, yep. Okay, yep. so according to the Wikipedia, your sister Sarah, quote, kept company with a man named John Wilcoxon. I got to call you out on the quotation marks that you just <laughs> put up. Kept company. She, well, it's that, that was the expression on the Wikipedia. It what? was in quotes. 
that she kept company with a man named John Wilcoxon. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And I'm wondering if kept company is code for something. You know exactly Massaging the feet. Massaging it. That's <laughs> massaging up and down. Because I'm wondering, because like, you know, everything back then, it seemed like it was so much more demure, you know? Mm. And so kept company maybe meant that they held hands. Maybe well, they... No, we were simple folk. Okay. And and when we and when somebody was shacking down with somebody else, mm. they were, you know, getting getting together. Mm. They were keeping companion. And then they'd uh, they'd I don't know what either of those mean. (laughs) Well, they'd have sex. Oh and they were having sex. Sexual intercourse. And now we are not a you know what? I know we grew up as Quakers, but you know, we're not really God fearing folk. Mm Mm-hmm. Which means we believe in God, but we could he could go fuck himself. Oh so you're not, you weren't God-fearing folk. That's right. We believed in him. We knew of his power. And you, and you were and like. we challenged him. <laughs> and we went right at him. Good and we said, you. if this is wrong, then I don't cut want to off be right. this big turtle. You Ooh. know? That's what I said. Wow. Yep. And that's why I kept kindly with the Shawnee and the other Indians and, in, in, you know, and the Limites. You know? <laughs> the Shawnee. Well, the, the ones that that's how we got along because they were also not God fearing people. Uh, they they knew some gods. They they had a couple of gods in them, you know, mm. and uh, and they and they would respect them. Gotcha. And uh, but you know what? They're not affecting our daily lives. Okay, you know? that's incredible. But, I didn't know that about the Quakers that they had such a confrontational attitude towards the uh, the Almighty. It's been a little pussified lately. I see. Know? Maybe they've been weaned so. up a little bit. Uh, so then, five years later, your brother Israel. He also marries a non-Quaker. Was it a similar situation? Had they kept company already, and uh, that was the reason Israel's why? Israel's a weird one. You know, Ooh, a, what was a, up with your brother Israel? Yeah, well, first off, he, he was named after bi- a biblical character, so he, mm-hmm. he really took to it, you know? Yes. And he was a little, uh, you know... So it, him him with, with that other... Uh, what was her name? Uh, the woman that he married? Exactly. I See, th- yeah, we don't need your sister <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. She's a nobody. And that's what, gotcha. we, that's what we all said. We were just like... just It, it, was, it wasn't because of the God or anything like that. They're mm-hmm. just garbage people. My older brother was a garbage person, mm. and his wife was a garbage person. Interesting. And uh, we just didn't take, you know, we just didn't take to him. We said, get out of here. You said, get? Get. You said, get to the get. To, uh, Israel? It became a saying after that, but nobody had said, get. Wow, that's we quite a quote. Get. Daniel Boone says, get to get. Israel. Three. Oh. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Careful now. You do not support the Israel. What a yeah. controversial! He says, "Get out of here, Israel." I feel like you guys are turning something on. You guys are laughing about something I don't even know. No, no, I just, uh, I just want to be clear. He's like, Israel. Daniel Boone is saying, "Israel, get out of here." You can quote me on that. Oh, on the record, put that on my Not a fan of Israel. Wow, that is incredible. And I think that you know, it wasn't on the Wikipedia. I didn't see the Wikipedia who the woman that your brother married. But I'm sure that. If you thought about it, oh, you know she, you could probably find it like in the recesses of your brain, right? Oh, she was, they, oh, yeah. <laughs> she was Italian. She was Italian. She was Italian. Oh wow! It was uh, Linda Camacho Amato. Linda Camacho Amato. Yeah, that was yeah. quick. She yep. married Linda your Camacho brother Israel, Amato. and then boom, you know, and then Linda <laughs> Amato. But those immigrants, they got like five names. So they that's it, you do. Know? The they do. Uh, so let's go back to Johnny Carson for a moment. So you served in the Navy. Uh, during World War II, I have to imagine that was inspired by your attempt to uh, impersonate a midshipman. Um, you then attended the University of Nebraska, where you majored in speech and drama, hoping to become a radio performer. Is that correct? Uh, well, a radio performer. I also was interested in journalism. Oh, okay. And magic. I didn't of really know what magic. I wanted to do. Oh. I didn't really know. 
a little lost. I, I, I'm very lost. Mm. A lost soul. I'd like to make people laugh. Mm-hmm. Couldn't act. Knew I couldn't act. From the Navy. And the right. You know, yes, of course. Don't try once, fail, never again. <laughs> uh, that is the key to success. Right. Everybody says that. If at so. first you don't succeed, stop. Then, then get out Just of there. Just stop. Get. <laughs> then Israel, there you go. There you get go, out of here. All right, so what was the question? Uh, as part of your major, when you were uh, a speech and drama major in college, uh, you wrote a thesis titled How to Write Comedian Jokes. Do you remember this this thesis that you wrote? Oh, absolutely. All right, so first of all, as a comedian myself, I love how funny that title is because right. you can really see the ge- the seed of genius in Johnny Carson Thank you. that you titled your thesis how to write comedian jokes as so the, opposed the, uh, just uh, how to write jokes uh, right how to write jokes they have comedian jokes comedian jokes as specifically funny jokes. i love me comedian jokes comedian jokes are pretty good yes uh so i want to know do you remember any of that thesis like do you know uh, i'm sure it had a lot of uh specifics and examples and points like if you want to be funny do this do x y or z do you remember even like one kernel of information from your thesis, how to write comedian jokes that you might be able to share with this radio audience? Sure. Mm-hmm. One is surround yourself with annoying people. Surround yourself mm. with annoying people? Very easy to do. Okay. Very easy to do. But you observe them being annoying and you talk about it. You write about it. You point it out. Need a yellow pad. Interesting. That was another point. Get mm. a yellow pad. Get a yellow pad. Get be white. Surround yourself with annoying people. Get, well... I guess surround yourself with people, really. Oh. They're annoying. Wow. They could be annoying. People are annoying. Well, you were famously annoying. introverted. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I am introverted. And that's I'm wondering true. if that's that's because you had so much disdain for the people around you. You just viewed everybody around you as being annoying. Well, that was part of it. But hmm. also, I was just uncomfortable with people. Uncomfortable with myself, really. That's, that's why I did turn to magic. People hmm. turn their attention away from me. Don't talk about me. Don't look at me. Look at the cards. You could yeah. say that your life was a magic. Magic act. You were directing them to look at one part of you Ooh. when all when the real thing that was happening was the sleight of hand over to the side that people weren't looking at. You yes. were directing people to look away for most of my life from the real Johnny Carson. Yeah. Well, I, I I just want to say right now that you're a good person. You could hug yourself once in a while. Yeah. That's well, thank you. <laughs> my mother would not agree. <laughs> my mother. Ooh, yes. Good. A difficult good. Uh, relationship. I know if my kid, my kid went to drama school too, I'd have a problem for a while. <laughs> well, but speech, you done good, man. Speech and what? You know, I, I didn't want to be an actor, but uh, yes, I yeah. I, Divert the attention away from me. Look mm. at the cool cards, the coins. Interesting. Yes, and then wow. they disappear. I've never heard that. I mean, because I've been working in uh, the, the comedian world for a long time. I've yeah. never heard just be around annoying people. You oh, know, well, and I you guess find yourself around annoying people a lot, don't you? Well, just in general. Exactly. You know, that exactly. could be then a secret to any job. Then right. you're going to be around annoying people in any and environment. Pay attention. Uh, pay attention. Pay attention. Yes. That's why I you got think. a notebook. That's what, yeah, <laughs> right so down the annoying observe, things. Yes, indeed. Uh, we're going to have to take a break pretty soon, but I wanted to ask you, Daniel Boone, before we go. So according to the Wikipedia, hunters from your generation, they used to carve their names onto trees while they were out hunting. And two of your carvings were supposedly found. Uh, but there's some debate as to whether or not they were real. They're real. So one of them reads, uh, D. Boone killed a bar, 1760. And killed is spelled not with a K, but with a C. Phonetically. Uh, and another one, another one that was written in 1803 that reads D Boone kilt a bar, uh, and kilt is spelled incorrectly again, but this time it's with a K I L T sort of like the way that a, a Scottish garb, you know, kilt. So I'm wondering, this is, there's a 43 year difference between these two carvings. 
Um, did you try to? Did you learn how to spell kill in the meantime, and then yeah, sort of like forget it a different way? Like, were you trying to correct the original spelling, or were you just kind of loosey goosey about spelling in general? Like, I'll spell things however I, I want. Did, I, that's how everybody spelled back then. Mm. It was. It was, and I did not kill a bar. Yeah, what the hell is a bar? <laughs> I did not kill a bar. More importantly, who? Why you killed the bar? Bears. You hate these bars. And Obviously, I and I killed it with the bear. I killed it with the bear. Wait, what? So then the bear That's killed right. the bear. No. I'm sorry. Clarify this for us. Okay. I'm going to be Boone. specific yeah. because you guys got it all twisted. I was not killing animals just willy-nilly out there. Of course. I was a homosexual at certain times. You were a homosexual And man. we killed it. We fucked <laughs> on that tree so hard oh, in 1803. My. This man, you're going out hunting for like eight, nine months at a time. Not for a long time. Sometimes a yeah. couple of years, right? Mm. You don't think I get my dick wet when I go out hunting like that? I do. I think I you do. And so, and so you're saying that back then you had the similar parlance that we have today of calling certain gay men bears based on how they look, based That's on their exactly appearance. Right. If That's they're big exactly and cuddly. Right. Big cuddly man. Wow. Fucked him so hard. I had no that idea. You killed him. I had no idea. <laughs> no, no, no. I killed it with him. Oh, we gotcha. killed it. Yeah. Okay, much we better. Killed. So you're saying that you didn't kill any... N these carvings are not about when you kill the animal a I'll bear. also say I didn't even carve it. You he didn't carve it. it. I fucked that guy so hard he, <laughs> he had to write it in a tree to commemorate it. So sort of like if I had sex with like a celebrity, I might write like on a bathroom wall. It's a Twitter. It was know, a Twitter of the time. Like a Laura... I, I had sex with Laura Linney in this bathroom. That's right. You know, yeah, uh, for a good 1999. Time, holler at Daniel Boone. <laughs> Was it the same man uh, both times? No, no, this is a different bear. It's a 43-year difference. Holy I like smokes. bears. And they <laughs> both, I like and the they big both ones. did the carving. That's, That's an amazing. incredible revelation. I, like I mean, first of all, thank you so much for feeling comfortable enough. Yes, uh, there's to, nothing wrong with it. To nothing come out here on the, of course, there's nothing wrong with it. Yep. Um, and so these uh, carvings had nothing to do with you actually murdering an animal. Nope. They were nope. both just I, about Listen, you. I killed a lot of animals, mm, but course. I ate them. Not really. Bear meat. Bear meat ain't that good. Nope. Unless it's a dick. <laughs> but not willy-nilly. Let's Not willy-nilly. We've got to sure. take a short break. We'll be right back with Johnny Carson and Daniel Boone on Famous Dead People. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. Just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you are using to listen to podcasts. Rate us five stars. Leave a comment. Tell your friends. All that stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeople at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show or if you have any comments that you want to shoot over to us. Whatever we love hearing from fans. Uh, also, check out my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It is out now. It is hilarious. I hope that you will check that out and read that and uh, leave reviews, awesome reviews on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com or whatever and tell your friends to read it because it's super fun and I want that money. Also, go check out jaredbranson.com for all the latest on my show dates and uh, up-to-date project information. And lastly, if you really like Famous Dead People and you want to send us some money to help keep the show on the air, go to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash people and click on the Support This Show button. Thanks again for listening, and now back to the podcast. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jarrett Berenstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are 
18th century folk hero and pioneer Daniel Boone. I like bears. And 20th century American comedian and writer best known for being the host of The Tonight Show from 1962 to 1992, Johnny Carson. Here's Johnny. Uh, so, Johnny Carson, in 1951, mm-hmm. you made the leap from radio personality to television. And in 1953, you joined Red Skelton's show as a writer. One year later, Red Skelton accidentally knocked himself unconscious during a rehearsal an hour before the live show began, and so you filled in for him. This was one of the sparks that ignited your career. Convenient, your huh? Incredible career. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you about. So this is not anywhere on the Wikipedia. Nobody that I know has this theory, but I did read that you were a very successful boxer in the Navy. You were an undefeated boxer in the Navy. And so I have to ask, as someone who was clearly a very skilled fighter, did you punch Red Skelton unconscious so that you could take over for him on the show? No. You did not? I did not punch him. Oh, Let's oh, just put it that way. Okay. My boxing career, as glorious as it was, mm-hmm. didn't have much to do with it. All right. Well, let me yes. change the question okay. then a little bit. Do. Did you facilitate him becoming unconscious so that you could take over for him on the live show? Perhaps. Just okay. Yes, I did. Come on, I did it. I did it. What are we hiding from? I did look up to him. I loved Red Skelton, Mm -hmm. but he had to go. He had to go. Hey, I needed my chance. You said get Red. I said (laughs) get. And hey, this is a cutthroat business. Daniel Boone says, "Hey, Red Skelton, make like Israel and get and get and get." And he did. That's incredible. So how did you do it? Well, so you said you didn't use your fist. You didn't box. No, I uh, I went in early that day. I was Mm -hmm. a writer. Yes, of course. And I got on the genie, Mm -hmm. the genie, an elevating platform. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fixed the lights. Mm. There was something wrong with the lights that day. I see. Mm -hmm. And I just made sure it was nice and loose. Gotcha. And at an angle. And Mm. I said, "Uh, Red, you're gonna have to hit your mark over here. Next thing you know, uh oh, smack dab in the face with the light. Poor skeleton. Uh, he was all right. Out for the count. Well, I made sure he didn't die. Wow. So were you the the next person in line in secession to take over the show, or was it like, oh my god? Who's going to take over for Red Skelton? And you were like, maybe I could do it. I don't know. Yeah, the latter. The latter. No one was thinking of me for much at that point. Okay. But they thought, well, we he's off the hes off the mark. Was I mean, it, he's out for the count now. Was I mean, there anybody else who they thought might be more appropriate? Did you have to oh, knock them out also? I didn't have to knock them out. Mm-hmm. I used uh, other means. Oh, my God. Some, well, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Well, run us through some scenarios. So, like, who's the person that you had to take out of the running, Oh, you know, for this spot? Sure. There was you, know, a, you have only an hour before the show's Right. Starts. Steve yeah. Peterson. Steve Peterson, okay. Steve Peterson was a much funnier man than me, a much better writer than me, so okay. he had to go. Food okay. poisoning. Food poisoning. <laughs> Food poisoning. Okay. Yes, I gave him a sandwich. Gotcha. A chicken sandwich. This is like that sequence in uh, in the first Godfather. I can't believe I'm revealing all of this. Everybody's uh, just slowly getting yes. knocked out. <laughs> yes, all, and how weird it was. At the end of the day, it was just Johnny Carson standing there. How many there. people did you have to take out? Oh, you know, uh... Seven. Seven. Seven people. Seven, yes. So Seven a stage people. light for Red Skelton. Right. Uh, food poisoning for that other guy. Yeah, uh-huh. What other what other methods did you use for uh, the cl- remaining five? Killed the brakes so no someone else is going. <laughs> wow. Cut wow. the brakes. All yes. right. Hey, nobody died, okay? Nobody, nobody died. That's very lucky. And you Carson. got me for the tonight. I mean, it was all meant to be. You know? And, hey, the ends justify the means, as <laughs> right. they say. Now, I will say this. Uh, in 1990-whatever, mm-hmm. When Jay Leno started booting me out, mm-hmm. I did feel some remorse. I felt, oh, this is what it's like to be on the other end of this. Did Jay Leno do any of the things that you did? Like, did 
Did you find your brakes cut one day? That Did you? son of a bitch. <laughs> he was hiding in closets. He oh, my was, God. Yes. He, he, was, little, he was hiding in your closet? Oh, uh, yeah. Constantly. He was hiding in closets. I read about that. He, he <laughs> was, he was, he was, he was bribing my wife. Bribing, bribing your, your wife? To oh, do yeah. what? One of my wives. To do what? To sabotage me. Oh, my God. And that's what they did. That's incredible. And that's what I, he did. I really want to hear more about yes. this. I want to get back to Daniel Boone. I like it. If there's not a trail to, in front of you, you, you blaze it yourself. You blaze yeah. your trail. You blaze your trail. That's the Daniel Booneism right there. Yes, I appreciate uh, but that about you. Before we do, let's just go through. We have, we have uh, Drop the Light, Food Poisoning, Cut the Brake Lines. Yes. All right. We got four more methods. So straight got, up shot someone. Straight up shot someone. Okay. Uh-huh. Three left. Oh, uh, geez. What else did I do? Uh, oh, oh, yes. There was a um, anvil. There was an anvil? Yeah, just like the Wiley Coyote. Very similar to the I, light. I, I, oh, very similar okay. to the light, but, you know, a little actually more harsh. Mm-hmm. And the other person, I believe it was, oh, some bad weed. Some bad, bad weed. Weeds. Not weed at There's all. There's one more left now. Oh, oh <laughs> the last one. Yes, arsenic. Sorry. Oh, arsenic. Arsenic. <laughs> now, that person did die, I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> I mean, I forgot. That Conveniently forgot the one person who died well, of arsenic again, no. poisoning. It was a long but statute of limitation. But again, the ends justify the means. Right. For 30 years of Johnny Carson, I'll take one dead body. Oh, well, I appreciate and that. And six severely wounded people. <laughs> hey, it's what you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. That's uh, what I say. So let's go back to uh, uh, Daniel Boone for just a moment. So uh, in 1756, you marry a woman named Rebecca Bryan. And you have 10 children with her. Uh, you support this family by going on, quote, long hunts, uh-huh. which were extended exhibitions into the wilderness lasting weeks or months, uh, where you would, would return with hundreds of skins to sell. Yep. Uh, and so my question here, it was, was it necessary to be gone so long to do all this hunting at once? But based on what you just told us about you your, uh, yep. your uh, ex- escapades in the woods, in the in the homosexual uh, neighborhood of the woods at the time, mm-hmm. it seems like that might have been part of the reason why you decided to take these long hunting split, trips. Split time, split, split time. time with the ladies, you know, with, with the my, family, of with course. The family, yep, yeah, yep, yep. You got to make sure that you. And you know what? Hunting is not an easy thing. You know, hunting no, is not difficult. A, you know, yeah, you got to set know. up traps. You got to go out. You got to let it. And then you know, there's also sightseeing. Sightseeing. That, you know, just check out the, what's going on. Mm. You know. We'd uh, we'd also there was we'd play games, you know. We you know we set up. I set up a badminton uh tournament. Oh yeah, yep. while you were hunting. Well, well, we weren't hunting at the time. You gotta have a break once in well, a while. While you were on your hunting expedition. Sure, sure. yep. You're yep. there with a bunch of other guys, yep. and you're like, you know what, guys? There's no deer around. Yep. There's no bears. We'll go look for them to tomorrow. Have, yeah. Today, today's our day. Let's play some badminton. Let's play some. Let's badminton. play some badminton. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. So were you? You know, eager to get away from your family. Was there were there any issues at home, or was this just like you know what? I'm happy at home, and I'm happy to have nah, my moment it, with the boys. You know, I look. You know what? I love my family, mm-hmm. but I hate people. Like you say, hey, they're oh, annoying. Just like Johnny Carson they're hates people. They're annoying, and hmm. and and wasn't just listen. If I could take my family out hunting with me, and I take my boys out once in a while, mm-hmm. you know. But Rebecca couldn't shoot a shit. Oh, you know, bad and uh, she, you know, she just wasn't that type of person to go out in the woods like that, mm-hmm. you know. Garbage, um, garbage yeah. person. No, no, I wouldn't. I oh. would not say that, Carson. Oh, all right, <laughs> much, well, hey, I was just checking. Rebecca was a fine woman. Oh, uh, but uh, you know, she she pissed me off once in a while too. So I'll, I'll give you that, John. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know what? Uh, 
What was I saying? I got distracted by attacking my woman. Like apologies. That's all right. Maybe it's important to compartmentalize your life. You know, you have your family life, you have your fun, hunting with the boys, having gay sex life. I just wanted quiet. Quiet. You know, you got 10 kids running around. Give me this. What is that? How come this is that and that? You know, you can't just shut the fuck up and just, you know, you out in space. You know, you just just quiet. Just listen to what. You know Nothing. what the universe is telling you. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you had some connection to your family life. Like one of your daughters yeah. got kidnapped by a by a, a, a hunting yeah. party of I gotta Native be, Americans. I'll be honest with that too. Now they mm-hmm. were they they didn't get kidnapped. That was just kids being kids, man. Wait, what? They, they were just they were just kids being kids, man. What's they that just mean? Two, there was three girls, five guys. What do you think is happening right there? I think that uh, according just, to the story, the Native Americans kidnapped the girls and we're uh, going to that, bring them north to the Shawnee. They went out, How? had a couple drinks, had you a, know, had a couple doobies. Okay. <laughs> okay. And they were just partying. Hey, we didn't have to kill them. All we had to do is shoot, boom, 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 shoot in the air. And we said, yeah. And you said, yeah. Sing, yeah. All right. And, then and uh, the, they just ran off and the girls were all like, Please don't kill anybody. You know, they, just, they didn't want to. They didn't want to know that they were playing hide the knuckles. They were you know? playing a hide the knuckles. Listen, there's a couple carved trees out there with my daughter's name on it. That's Ooh. all I'm saying. It is. Uh, it is a little little lady Boone got uh, two knuckles deep here. She killed the bars. She killed a bar. She killed a bar. Wow. So that entire story about you leading the party and successfully oh, we, rescuing. We had to chase them down. They, they were on. They were going out on, what's that called? When they, they, they eloping. They were eloping. They were eloping. So three girls were going to elope with five Native Americans. Yeah, right there is the problem right there, right? Wow. A lot of, I mean, it's very progressive. At least one of those girls gets yeah. two boys. That's why I didn't want them to feel bad about it, you know, mm. because they're just kids being kids. That's what I said, you know. They're just exploring their bodies and just trying oh, wow. to, you know figure out what what they're going to do with good. themselves what you know? feels good and See, i'm just glad that they did it out in nature you know mm-hmm. as opposed to indoors <laughs> yeah indoors. <laughs> naturally no you just don't want to ex- listen if there are any children listening to this show do not don't explore your body indoors it's just ridiculous it's, yep. it's bad and use bad. protection use protection like lay it down a blanket so that you don't get sand up your crack mm-hmm. sand up your crack do it out in nature yeah man be a part of the universe yeah. one with the earth exactly Listen, you start tripping balls out you're gonna run you're gonna go have fun is that how you did it with your wife rebecca bryan oh like yeah. you were married in 1756 but i, I have had... to assume that based on the stories that you told me that maybe you kept company with Rebecca Bryan before you were legally married. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. She, that's one of the reasons why I shacked up with her. Mm-hmm. That and she was a handsome woman. Handsome mm. woman. Handsome oh, woman. love me a handsome woman. Yep. Broad shoulders. Oof. And a nice jaw. Hairy oh. face. Hairy <laughs> face. <laughs> not, not much, but yeah, a little bit. She had a little under her nose. Maybe know? she was a little uh, thick. Maybe she got a little, little, thick. Like, little like good thickness. Yeah. And she could know? punch. She could punch Ooh. like, and she could fight back, which is nice. Mm. You know? You want a you want a fighter. You want somebody yeah, who can take care of themselves. Nice, just somebody to grab me. She was the big spoon when we laid in bed. That's Ooh. so refreshing. So refreshing. I yes. love that. I love know. that. You just yeah. want to be taken care of every now just and again. Just once in a while. Yeah. yeah. I want to be protected. Nestled. I feel like I was yeah. given to everyone else. I'm always out going out and exploring. Yeah. She helped me explore myself. Oh mm. wow. So yeah, you you explore America. Mm-hmm. She explores Daniel you. Boone. That's right. <laughs> she explores you. Wow. Yeah. 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 No, I have, it was all written down in my book that my son wrote 
You Your know? son wrote a book. Well, I mean, I, like I, 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 I dictated it to him, and mm. then uh, it got washed away or some nonsense. Wait, so you dictated a, a book to your son describing your early sexual escapades with his mother? I it never stopped. You say early, but that 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 girl, she could ride. She could ride a buck. Man. I just remember. I just. I just. My point is that your son, who was birthed by your mother, by, yeah, the, by his yeah, mother, yeah, you, he had to listen to you talk about the sexual yeah. congress between the two of you. Yeah, yeah. He could not get away. I, I'm a quick. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm quick, man. I just keep saying it to him. Put mm-hmm. it down. Write those words. And he was. Did he ever protest? He would roll his eyes a lot mm. and say, "Daddy, yet." <laughs> Every now and then, I'm uh, sure. Touche, touche, Jonathan. We, uh, we've got to take a break uh, pretty quickly. Actually, we don't have to take a break. That was a lie. Um, uh, I wanted to ask Johnny Carson. So you had a host of uh, regular characters on The Tonight Show mm-hmm. that you would play, and I have a few of them listed here. I was wondering if you would just tell us a little bit about uh, each of these characters that you would play on The Tonight Show. Uh, so there was a, a character named Art Fern. Do you remember my, Art Fern? My favorite. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Art Fern. Uh Art Fern was based off of my aunt. Okay. Aunt Kitty. Okay. Just kind of a kind of a um uh eccentric uh uh character. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. Eccentric character. Right. All right. They, my favorite though. Enough said. <laughs> Thank that you. is Thank you. You, you know, the, the, everyone knows Art Fern. Does <laughs> not get that, that. That is some tight writing right Tarn, there. <laughs> Tarnak was also one. If a real, a real eccentric character. Uh, what about this guy, yes. Floyd R. Turbo? Do you remember Floyd R. Turbo? Uh, yes, I do. What was yes, Floyd R. Turbo's deal? Well, he was a car salesman. Okay. And he was a turbocharged. Fast talker. Oh, fast talker. Absolutely. Mm, fast mover. Fast shaker. Fast mover and shaker. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Did any of these characters have like a catchphrase or a specific? line that like you would use to just like get a quick laugh sometimes okay. yes anything like, for floyd r turbo uh yes he would say and that's the way it is <laughs> <laughs> not really for a laugh more to end the segment gotcha gotcha yes. okay yes there's also an Caesar. aunt blabby do you remember aunt blabby well yes that's based off my uncle <laughs> Robert. Okay, so Art Fern was based on your aunt. Mm-hmm. Aunt Blabby was based on your uncle. Kind of a flip there. Okay. Yes. Uh, uncle Robert was such a blabbermouth, mm-hmm. always telling everybody's shit. Gotcha. Yes. And so that was basically oh. Aunt Blabby's shtick was just talking. Right. He's telling everybody's everybody's business. Okay. Yes. These are huge, hugely popular characters. Oh, I'm sure. I'm yes. sure. Uh, there's also El Muldo. Oh, yes. El Remember Muldo. El Muldo? My, yes, what absolutely. What was his deal? Uh, doctor of Love. Doctor of Love. The Doctor of Love, El Muldo. A seducer, if you will. Sexy. Okay. Yes. Do you remember any of the that sketches that El Muldo was involved in? Like, Oh, yes. They were who like did he seduce? Soap operas. Oh, uh, okay. Selma Hayek. <laughs> yes, he seduced A Selma Hayek. A very young Selma oh, Hayek. But of age. But of age. Uh, yes. She was very... Uh, an up-and-comer. Gotcha. But she was perfect for that sketch. And uh, lastly, I wanted to ask about this character, the Maharishi. You had a character named the Maharishi. Oh, yes, Maharishi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, was a fortune teller. Okay. Could see to the, into the future and gotcha. tell your dreams. Okay, well, there's also you had oh. Karnak, who oh, yes. also was sort of like a Could future teller. Could see into the future and uh, tell your dreams. So what was the difference between Karnak and the Maharishi? Ethnicity. I see. Oh, yes, you see, one was more of a uh, Eastern... 
a character. The other okay. was more of a Western character. Tarnak Which, is Tarnak is someone I met on Sunset Boulevard. Oh gosh. Gotcha. Yes, in my early days. Mm. So yes. Karnak was a Westerner who wore the turban. Right. And, gotcha. <laughs> and could see to the future. You know, you you pick up on this. Oh yeah, yeah no, of course. Sure. I'm just here to clarify for the listening audience. <laughs> Same Johnny here. Carson. Same here. Yes. Uh, so for, the, for those of you who are just joining us, you're listening to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guest today are 20th century American comedian and writer Johnny Carson. Here's Johnny. And 18th century folk hero and pioneer Daniel Boone. Get! So, uh, Mr. Boone, I want to ask you a little bit about your time during the Revolutionary War. Yes. Uh, So you fought on the Western frontier against the British allied Native Americans. That's correct. And in 1778, you were captured by a group of Shawnee warriors led by a a famous Shawnee warrior named Blackfish. Um... And uh, and so you, um, you know, you're surrounded by all these warriors. Yes. Uh, you convince your men to surrender uh, to Blackfish. Is that correct? That's correct. What was yep. your thinking there? Well, you don't want them dying. You don't want your men dying. And you know what? I had one of my favorite people in there, mm-hmm. Billy. And, and, and you had a friend named Billy, or was this a William, lover? W- w- yes, William was my lover mm-hmm. at the time, and, and and he didn't know it, but also there was another Daniel in there, uh, and and he was one of my lovers too. So there was a Billy and a Daniel who it, you were w- involved in. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I, I was involved with. A, in fact, honestly, there was about se- seven or eight, mm-hmm. s- seven or eight men yeah. in that group of thirty that I was fooling around with. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and we were, and I just didn't. I couldn't have the heart. They were going to get slaughtered. Mm. I mean, it was like a five to one. And I just said, you know, please, guys, don't don't kill these men. Mm. These, these guys are beautiful, beautiful men. And so I said, just just lay your arms down mm-hmm. and and just peacefully. They're going to let us they're going to let us be, you know. Yeah. And then and and so some of them didn't. So we had to smack them around. Yeah. And then and then we just started kissing and we started fooling around right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and and when their pants were down, it's a saying now. I'm sorry. So the way they got that you, caught with their pants down. So you were was this were the Shawnee there, and you were like trying to convince your men. Shawnee, to give Shawnee up. were watchers. The they Shawnee. like they. That's one of the reasons why there was five 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 Shawnee and two and, and three, three girls. girls. Yeah, I see. they just like sitting in the woods watching. So you're saying that the Shawnee are around. You are trying to convince your men. To surrender to the Shawnee, yeah, and so they're they're just watching. They don't understand the like, the language necessarily. They're just watching all this happen. There's no need for fighting. There's and no need for violence. All of a sudden, three of these dudes just start going at it with each other. That's right. That it, must have been confusing about, for the Shawnee. It got it got pretty rough and stinky too. It was <laughs> if you ever seen that many men rolling around in each other, mm-hmm. it gets pretty pretty stinky. And these men they that you were involved with romantically, they didn't. Have any bones about uh, getting physical in front of all these Native Americans? You know, everybody gets a little shy at the beginning of an orgy. <laughs> you know, everybody got a little bit of body image. You know, we're just naturally thinking that we're supposed to be wearing clothes when naturally we should not be wearing clothes. We shouldn't clothes. be wearing clothes. That's right. I often said that. It's pretty funny that we're wearing all these Explore clothes. Explore your body out yeah. in the wilderness and, you know, just don't wear any clothes. That's correct. So anyway, so you, you convinced your men to surrender. Uh, then you convince Blackfish is like, all right, we're going to go attack your town. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. convince him to wait until spring. Hey man, no need for blood. Hey, you know <laughs> no, we just started getting down right there. Gotcha. Blackfish, that's where I got that. Remember, who gave me that name? Blackfish gave you the name Big Turtle. That's right. Wow. Okay. Yep. yep. So what does that have to do with uh, waiting until spring? 
Well, you're, it's the fall now, and you're saying, no, don't attack now. Wait until the spring. Well, I mean, it was just an excuse. I mean, sometimes you just need, you know, baby, it's getting a little cold outside. You know, uh, that's I see. All. Yeah, yeah, you're, so, you're just like, come back to bed, blackfish. Just, just, just snuggle on up here. Yeah, it's cold. What's the wow, rush? Wow. What's the point? We're just two men. In a teepee. Okay. Playing hide the knuckles. Gotcha. So then you live with a Shawnee for months. You're adopted into a family. You're given the name Big Turtle by Blackfish, you're saying. That's right. Uh, And then in the summer, you run away. You rejoin the settlement. Yeah. And you help them defend against Blackfish. Yeah, yeah. I was, no, no, I'm a lover. Not a, I, if, <laughs> there's, if there is one thing that we get from mm. this conversation here, yeah. is that I am a lover and not a fighter. I see. That's it. Um. So, yeah. But, you know, you didn't feel any, um, uh, any loyalty to the Shawnee after you had lived with them for so long, after you'd been adopted, after you, you ran the gamut? I, I, listen, I'm a... I love, but you can't contain my love. I, I I need to I need to be who I am, and you know what? I broke a few hearts, and mm. but uh, I I still remember everybody. I still remember everyone that except Daniel. I don't remember his last name. I got Daniel. I, I got to be honest with you. He Danny was, number two. Yeah, Danny number two. So, gotcha. But everybody else. I mean, I love them. And and, mm. and 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 I feel like they they understood. It almost feels like you're polyamorous with who you fight with. You know, in addition to being, in addition to having many lovers. It's one of those crazy, listen, you've been in a couple of relationships. The craziest are the best, you know. <laughs> they just bring something out in you, you know. Crazy, I can understand that. Crazy in the head, crazy in bed. I can see the appeal of that. Sure, that's a trademark too. Now, so after all this happens, you are court-martialed because everyone's like, you surrendered so quickly to Blackfish, you lived with the Shawnee, you know, yeah, you came back and helped defend, but you were also the one who's trying to convince them when the better time would be to attack us. Yeah. You were yep. clear to the charges. Yeah. Um, but I have to ask you, was there any intention of you uh, actually switching sides, actually being a traitor, or were you just following I, your heart, Daniel I gotta, Boone? I got to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough because, you know, you get comfortable and you think that this is the right spot for you. You know, mm. you, you feel like... You know, you, you fall, I fall in love. I fall in love hard. I see. I okay. fall in love hard. And I'll be honest. I mean, that's what he said. I remember Blackfish came over to me saying, was this all a lie? Was this all a, Was this you and me just a lie? And I said, no. In the, oh, so in then the you, moment, saw, you saw Blackfish again on the battlefield. Oh, sure. We met eye to eye. And, and he looked at me like I was some sick man. And, and I was being, and I cried. I cried in front of everyone. I oh said, I loved you. I, I you know, I loved you blackfish, but I, I am who I am. Wait, so this screaming is happening over the fight? You're just yeah, yeah, screaming I mean, was, and crying at each other? It, it takes a while to put a musket, a bullet in a musket. I see. So, you know, as I'm talking A lot, of, lot down, of downtime during fights. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. see. So, you know. A lot of time for conversation. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, we would shoot, we'd, and, you know, just naturally you shoot high because you don't want to hurt nobody. You don't want to hurt your former and lover? Say, I don't want to hurt you. I never <laughs> wanted to hurt you. Wow. You know? But, you know, meanwhile, Rebecca's right over my right shoulder. She was fighting, too. Well, she I mean, she was trying to rustle all the kids. They're running around all over I, the place. I see, so, I see. So, but she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so this is news to her. This is news to her. I and see. She, I, to, she, I thought so. I, and she's yelling at me. And I said, I love you, too, Rebecca. Oh, oh my God. And she is the love of my life. That's what why an incredible he, fight to have but, witnessed. You know, it. What were the other people doing when they're they, fighting? Were they listening? Were they watching this happen? They, they were trying to record, you know. No, they, was, they were yelling, world star. <laughs> <laughs> they were writing, nah, was, they were uh, writing in the notebooks and, yeah, yeah, and they were, yelling, world star. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, that's just a joke. That's Unbelievable. Just a, but no, that, that couldn't, you know, I mean, I, I raised a few eyebrows, but mm-hmm. you know what? I also, I, I invented, you know, I, I did so many good things. I think people knew that my heart was in the right place. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that this this weird uh, love triangle uh, slash more like octagon war party octagon uh, was necessarily a bad thing. You know, it was a different time. You know what? It gave the appearance of being a lot worse than it was. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, it's just a couple people trying to figure life out. I see. That's all. Um, now, moving on. After the Revolutionary War ends, uh, a historian named John Filson publishes a book called "The Discovery, Settlement, and Present State of Kentucky." which includes accounts of your adventures and made you a celebrity. Uh, but many of these stories seem to be exaggerations and in some yep. cases, complete fabrications. Yeah. And so I'd love to go through some of these and get your take on them. Which ones are real? Which ones are fake? And if there's like an actual story behind them, like sure. just let me know. Sure. All right. Yep. So there's a story that when you were 14 years old, a uh-huh. panther jumps out at you and your friends. Your friends run away, but you calmly load your gun and shoot the panther in the heart just as it leaps to attack you. There ain't no panthers in North America, There's man. no panthers in North America. No, that thing was like a beaver. It was a beaver. <laughs> That's the where beaver I got my scared hat your from. friend. That's where I got my hat from. Oh, there is some... Uh, people say that the hat was a fabrication uh, also, but uh, you're saying it was real. No, the hat was... A be- it's a beaver hat, It was a though. beaver hat. It was hat. not a coonskin hat. It was a beaver hat. Gotcha. Not was, a coon. Nope, not a coon. It was a beaver hat. And it was a vicious beaver. A vicious beaver. I mean, it just made a lot of noise. And my kids, all my friends did run away, but mm-hmm. it was not a panther. I mean, it got exaggerated. At first it was, oh, you know, Daniel killed a beaver. Then it was Daniel killed a small bear. And then <laughs> Daniel, you know, it just got bigger and bigger, these animals. But mm-hmm. there ain't no panthers in North America. Gotcha, gotcha. And I'm sure maybe they changed it to a panther so that they would look cooler. Like, obviously we ran away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't That's... run away from a beaver, yeah, obviously? Yeah. yeah, where'd you get that hat, Daniel? That <laughs> panther. <laughs> You know, it's not a, it's a, it's, uh, there was also a story that you won a hand to paw battle against a live bear. Well, that's true too. <laughs> okay. But was that a bear bear or was that was, a man bear? It was a man bear. It was a man bear. It was a man bear. And was, was it a, a battle or was it like a fierce lovemaking it session? It was a convincing, it was a convincing <laughs> that we have to make fine. this look like a fight so that you know people what? don't know we're making love here on there the street. There was still a bit of astigmatism at the time of, of what we were doing. Of and, course. And, uh, he made eyes at me mm-hmm. and, and you know, when you make con- connection with somebody, you just, you know, uh, you know, I invented the Brokeback Mountain is what I'm mm, saying. And, okay. and, and it was on that paw, those, uh, that man's paws, those uh, big, big hands, big hands. Yeah. Paws on that bear. Yeah. Uh, last one. You, um, one of the times that you were captured by native Americans, which you were a lot, it almost seems like, you know, he doth protest too much. Like, Oh <laughs> I no, to, I'm being I had to tell the wife by, something. <laughs> had to be captured by native Americans. Again. Oh no. Uh, you got me again. One of the times you escaped, you escaped by swinging on vines like Tarzan. I was, yep. is there any truth to that story? That is true. Wow. It was true, but it was about, it was three vines. Mm-hmm. Now, the logistics of swinging vine to vine to vine is something to be said because that is not an easy task. No, but definitely I, not. I, but, I mean, it was about 15 feet. I mean, it wasn't that big. Mm. It, was, it was relatively impressive. I don't know if I could do it again, mm. but, I, 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 you know, it was a bit exaggerated. You say more luck than skill there? Oh, no, I was I was definitely knowing what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I mean, I saw what was happening. Okay. I, I did it so they couldn't track me. You know, oh, the only problem is if again, you swing on the vine, there's no footprints. That's right. Mm. But again, they were there watching me the whole time. <laughs> it was there watching those guys are tricky fuckers. I see. So, well, that is an illuminating uh, episode of Famous Dead People. Unfortunately, uh, Jenny Carson had to 
uh, takeoff. I think he's getting I, married sorry. again. No, I told him to get. I told him it's to my get. Fault. Hey, Johnny, why don't you make like Israel and get? get. Uh, but I would like to thank Johnny Carson and Daniel Boone for joining me in the studio today. Um, uh, my name is Jarrett Berenstein. Fantastic. You should uh, check out all my stuff at jarrettberenstein.com. Uh, buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. Find the podcast version of Famous Dead People. Rate and review. Listen to all the old episodes. Tell your friends to listen and check it out. Um, uh, if you have any questions that you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please email that to us at famousdeadpeople at radiofreebrooklyn.org. We will try to have them on as soon as we can. We are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio for Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.